0: Good morning, City Church. It is Friday morning and we are still in Luke, busy with the um, walking with Jesus devotions. I just want to say that I am a bit red. I am aware of it. I went for a facial, so everything is okay in Team Berg household. So don't stress about that. Let's rather focus on the message. So I was asked to share on Luke 7 and I've spent quite a while on this chapter because there's a lot of great things And two specific parables that has got so much to speak about. But I think specifically the thing that was pressed on my heart was to focus on the sinner that Jesus has forgiven. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation and I'm going to focus on verse 41 and I'm going to read it till the end. And then I'm going to share some of my thoughts on it. So... So Simon came to Jesus and he said to Jesus, um, Go ahead, teacher, I'm listening. And then God, well, Jesus started and he said, It is a story about two men who were deeply in debt. One owed the bank $100,000 and the other one owed the bank $1,000. When it was obvious that neither of them would be able to repay their debts, the kind banker graciously wrote off the debts and forgave them all of what they had owed. Tell me, Simon, which of the two debtors would be the most thankful? Which one would you lo- Which one would love the banker the most? So Simon answered, I suppose it would be the one with the greatest debt forgiven. You're right, Jesus agreed. Then he spoke to Simon about the woman still weeping at his feet. Don't you see this woman kneeling here? She's doing for me what you didn't bother to do. When I entered your home as your guest, you didn't think about offering me water to wash the dust off my feet. Yet she came into your home and washed my feet with her many tears and then dried my feet with her hair. You didn't even welcome me into your home with a customary kiss of greeting, but from the moment I came in she has not stopped kissing my feet. You didn't take the time to anoint my head with fragrant oil, but she anointed my head and feet with the finest perfume. She has been forgiven of all her many sins. This is why she has shown me such extravagant love. But those who assume that they have very little to be forgiven of will love me very little. Then Jesus said to the woman at his feet, all your sins are forgiven. All the dinner guests said among themselves, who is the one who can even forgive sins? Then Jesus said to the woman, your faith in me has given you life. Now you may live and walk in the ways of peace. And I've actually sat on this last few verses from verse 41 and because I come from a legal background, um, I couldn't help but think about, let's say for example, I recently battled to get a license, a date for my license renewal and to the extent that I was on the road with an expired license and I thought to myself, you know what? I, it was so easy for me to blame the system, that the system doesn't give appointments and that um, yeah, the government hasn't got their stuff up, updated um, and everything's just useless and it's not working. But as I got through the system and understanding as to why I didn't get a, a, an appointment date for my license renewal, it came to our attention that there was a specific fine outstanding and the lady who helped me got my My date said to me, "You've got a warrant of arrest against you for speeding." Now I think to myself, it would be so easy easy for me to go stand in the court and ask the judge, "Please just forgive me." Um, And literally, these thoughts came to my mind when I thought that because I would explain to the judge, you know what? Um, It's it's not the most um, heaviest conviction. There's murderers out there. There's rapists out there. There's a lot of worse stuff that I could have done. so I'm in front of you with a little with a little um, with a little sin in the extent that I've just speeded and I, I was bargaining with myself like you know I, I, I would explain why I can justify that I've have obviously driven over the sp- uh, the speed limit and please just help me because I'm desperately needing to get a license, a, a, a renewal date for my license. But you know what? I'm exactly the Pharisee in the story where um, I've, I've, I've leveled myself to a place where I can justify or I can um, perfect my little sin and just let it be forgiven. And let's say the judge would then say to me, you know what? You're right. There's so many of you. You're not the first person who's sped. who speeded over the 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 speeding limit so you find you know your ticket is crashed you can go go get your date and I would walk out there probably not even grateful because I just assume that you have to do this for me because it's a little sin Versus, versus if I was the murdering court asking for them to forgive me and not to give me life long sentence I think my gratitude towards that would be so much different so This really was such a real message for me, especially examining my own life and being real with you today. I really want to challenge you and ask you, how are you looking at your sins? Are you also busy um, justifying your little sins and and explaining why you deserve to be forgiven? Because I clearly understand what, what Jesus meant with those who think that they've got little sin will love me less or will love me little um because like i've explained i mean for me it was just like you have to do it because i mean it's not that serious so just um scratch my ticket or write it off and let me go so i can go renew my license and yeah so for me this really was a real message and i've obviously taken this message and i've went and actually repented about the way i've looked at my sin um you know small stuff stuff that we do on a daily basis you know Prejudge people, um, uh, pointing out people's mistakes or their um, condemnation and stuff like that. So for me, this was really a real message of looking into my own life and seeing, but you know what, you're also a sinner. And on a daily basis, you also need to be forgiven. And are you continuously asking God to be forgiven? Like, Do you understand the extent of your sin that you would go to many great levels as to be the woman that goes after Jesus, go find him at the Pharisee's house? Literally from the moment that you walk in there, start to weep because of his great, great um, love, his overwhelming um, glory that reflects from him. And because of that, and because of the extent of my sin, the only thing that I can give back is my repentance. And by that, I'm going to cry and wash your feet with my tears um and i'm bringing the last bit of my finest perfume and i want to anoint you with it because i'm so undeserving of it but you know this is the only thing that i can do um so this was a real message for me as an everyday um thing to do is you know am i justifying my little sins or um yeah am i in front of god asking and seeking his forgiveness because we all we are all worthy of his forgiveness he does it anyway but how are we viewing our forgiveness in this current time and age so That's me to you. That's my thoughts on Luke 7. Like I said, go read through it. There is really, it is an amazing chapter. But the last few verses really, really spoke to me. Coming from where I was at. um, And the specific scenario I find myself in. And I really hope that that can mean something to you. Have a wonderful Friday. Enjoy Heritage Day. If you spend your time with family and friends. Be super blessed. And yeah, love one another. We see you Sunday at church. Bye.